Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Fordham, and you're listening to Turn It Up, our newest show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, neo-soul, rock, gospel, country, or any random genre you can think of. Turn It Up is here to feature and help independent artists by giving you an opportunity to be heard on live radio and share your music across the globe and take your talents to the next level. By showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help make your track stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So stop procrastinating, get your demos together, and get ready to turn it up. If you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio Play or my Facebook page, this is your time to call in live. So give us a call, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Or message me on Facebook and give me the last four digits of your phone number, and I'll be sure to punch you in when I see you on the switchboard. But you can't get friends' benefits if we're not connected. So if you haven't yet, look me up on Facebook. I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. We've got an awesome show for you today. We'll be right back after this. 
R&B singer Miriam has taken the stage opening for acts such as India Ari, Jill Scott, and Boys to Men. Her debut video, Road of Peace, has aired on BET Jazz and BET Gospel. From Aretha Franklin to Will Downing, Miriam has shared the stage with some of the biggest names in the business. Miriam also hit the big screen portraying the role of background singer for Etta James' Beyonce Knowles in the feature film Cadillac Records. Miriam headlined at the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts in a concert for breast cancer survivors, and she also toured as Peaches, one half of the classic R&B duo Peaches and Herb, appearing most notably in several pledge drives for PBS Broadcasting. Miriam founded the nonprofit organization, the Edith P. Wright Breast Cancer Foundation, Incorporated, whose mission is to provide support services to families facing breast cancer, as well as to provide education and screening to underserved communities. Miriam's musical repertoire includes three CDs. Her first release, entitled Miriam Live at Blues Alley, was recorded in an effort to promote breast cancer awareness, as well as celebrate the music of the late R&B singer, Minnie Riperton. The CD includes a breathtaking rendition of Ms. Ripperton's classic song, Loving You. Miriam is a member of Ebenezer AME Church, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, National Association of Black Female Executives in Music and Entertainment, Washington Area Music Association, and Songwriters Association of Washington. Miriam Wright, welcome to Turn It Up. Hey, <laughs> Miriam, how are going? you? I'm good. I am good. How are you? It's been too long. Oh, yeah. It's been almost a year. I think it was, well, it's been over a year. September was the last time we had you on. That's correct. That's correct. We've, we've got to start meeting like this a little sooner. <laughs> and And do you know what, Miriam? This is crazy. We were in the same room a couple of days ago and never spoke or saw each other well you have blue valley yes <laughs> oh my goodness i cannot believe i did not wrap my arms around your neck sir i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah i found out afterwards when i was on my way out that you had been there uh, lenny told me but yeah i was there for sharice jones and it was an amazing show and um i'm still looking forward to seeing you live well, hopefully you'll be able to come out. We'll be at Bethesda Blues and Jazz again October 12th, next Wednesday. So if you are available, I'd love for you for you to come on out. Yeah, um, you know, it's during the week again, but I'll do my best. I'll figure well, it out somehow. I know, it's during the week, but <laughs> our job is to, to get you through hump day. So yeah, Wednesday, I hear hump you. Day and we're going to party and celebrate breast cancer survivors. So we do that no matter what day of the week it is. So I'm just blessed you. to be able to share the gift. And tell us a little bit about your connection with the um, organization as well. Well, um, my family, my siblings and I founded a breast cancer foundation. It's called the Edith P. Wright Breast Foundation Incorporated. And we uh, founded it in honor of our mom, Edith hmm. Herter Wright who passed from breast cancer when she was 39. I was 10 years old at the time. And for me, the way to channel my pain was to turn it into passion. And and Mm -hmm. we we started this foundation. So my mom sang. um, She taught me how to sing. So I sing. And we um, 
celebrate survivors and assist with providing support services to families who are dealing with breast cancer um, in many ways. And one of the ways is just to sing, have a show, come on out, let's relax, let's get some, some group music therapy in. So that's yeah. how we do annual concerts so that we can, you know, give them just a moment to breathe and relax and enjoy a night of music. And tell us a little bit about the organization and its outreach to the community. How how does it actually work? We actually, um, we have several programs. We are notified through um, our hospital partner, Howard University Cancer Center. Um, we also, let's see, we have so many programs, one of which is our bread and our breakfast and baskets program where we actually go in and serve women who don't have insurance. Uh, we serve them continental breakfast on a month, monthly basis. We do a toy run in December where children who have lost a parent to breast cancer get to mm-hmm. run for partner Toys R Us and get mm-hmm. gifts. And then we talk to the family afterwards. So anyone who is in need of our services, we also provide grocery services, house cleaning services, to women who are battling breast cancer. Um, anyone who needs us, they can reach us online at www.etwfoundation.org. We do have an online um, application, if you will. It's just really a short survey, who you are, what what, what do you need, and how can we help. Um, and our phone number is 866-923-0991. We're based in Maryland. That's a lot. I feel like I just Yeah, yeah. You know what, though, and the most important thing you said, I think, and this is what really touches me, is you you are doing a lot of practical things that people just need um, when you're going through something like that. You just need a little help. And your your organization focuses on the things that need to get done that people would need. And it's nothing big and fancy. It's just really what helps people get through the day. That's exactly right. Again, our mission is to provide support services to families facing breast mm. cancer. So we place a focus on the woman or the man who is going through breast cancer so we can support them. I know when I've worn high heels too long and my feet hurt, I don't feel like doing any grocery shopping. So I can only imagine when someone mm. is on the journey of breast cancer how they feel after chemotherapy or radiation. So we try to put those practical things in place, Um, but we also try to put that celebratory moment in there. Um, On the 1st of October, the way we kicked off Breast Cancer Awareness Month was with our inaugural Pink Party Bus Tour, and God gave me this vision uh, in 2007 to get a limo, have 10 survivors on the limo, and take them on a journey of fun and celebration, and we did that on the 1st. We we're in Baltimore. We celebrated 10 women from the ages 28 to 77. They are varying in years of survivorship from seven months to 30 years. And mm. we took them on this bus, partied all the way to brunch at a wonderful uh, black-owned restaurant called T-Vol in Baltimore. And then we went to have them paint and enjoy cake pops and bubbly. And it was just a beautiful time. Their families met us at the last stop. They were surprised. 
it was just an awesome time. So I'm grateful that God has given the vision and allowed us to do the work that we do. And I'm looking forward to doing doing so much more. So when we do our annual concerts, we celebrate the survivor and we raise funds for our foundation that way. And, and that's really great because it gives people an opportunity who remember the war stories are going through, but now they can add something else in there as well uh, about right. something that someone did for them. That is a fond memory. That's something that really mm-hmm. lifted them up that they can share as well. Yeah. yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to play a track real quick and I want to start off with the one that um, we must find a cure. And um, from there we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more. So here it is on Turn It Up. We must find a cure. And uh, go ahead and give us an intro into that if you could. Um, It's We Must Find a Cure. I wrote it October 3rd, 1998, in honor of my mother, Edith P. White. I'm singing the song for you. I am singing the song for you.
Okay, Miriam, are you there now? I am, yes. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened. We had a little glitch there, um, but we'll keep it moving. (laughs) Yeah, that was a beautiful, beautiful song. And um, right away, we get to hear that amazing upper register of yours that just continues to go and go and go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that that brings me to um, the last time we were on, um, I was not able to play live um, your rendition of Minnie Riperton's Loving You, and uh, we've got it now. So (laughs) I'm very excited about that. So that's something to look forward to as well. And um, is there anything else going on with that performance? Are there any others that are performing with you that night or anything else we need to know about the show that's coming up? Yeah, we're excited because, um, again, this year, Ms. Taylor Thomas from WHUR, is our guest host. She was phenomenal last year. I, I love listening to her on WHUR. Um, Steve Harvey in the morning, she does the news. So um, she will be gracing us with her presence. Uh, we also have a comedian named Sean Sarvis. He is a hilarious gospel comedian. He'll be really? <laughs> he, honey, he is funny. So he's going to be joining us um Part of what we do during our show is to celebrate, as I said, but we give out EPW awards. And um, I wanted to make this, you know, a sexy night where survivors or doctors or caregivers could actually Mm -hmm. receive some level of appreciation for the stuff that they do that just is unsung. So Mm. um, we have three persons who will be celebrated um, on next Wednesday. And Sean and Taylor will assist in the distribution of those awards. So I'm looking forward to how he's going to help us manage through that because he, as I said, is funny. But we also have a wonderful um, guitarist vocalist who will be joining us to sing with me. And uh, the Outstanding Voices of D.C., they're going to come and lend some backup support with a wonderful young lady directing Jill Page. So mm-hmm. we're super duper excited. I have a great band, men who rock pink. <laughs> so I'm super excited about them. There's Derek Redfoot on drums and Glenn Douglas on keys, Chris Fisher on keys, uh, Tommy Crosby, a wonderful guitarist. I played with him when I toured with Peaches and Herb. He is their guitarist. And Anthony Hinton on on bass. So those are my special friends who will be joining us. And I'm super, super excited about it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I remember this song, this song that I used actually for the introduction, which is still, man, it's one of my favorite songs. Um, I, I really um, love the sound of this, but it, it's sort of, um, I guess it's R&B, rocking and swaying. Mm-hmm. Where did that come oh, from? Yeah. I'm sorry. Where did that come from? I mean, that um, that sound is a little different. It, it's almost like a signature sound, and and it reminds me. It's almost like I would say, you know, that's you. That's your sound. That's your <laughs> that's you at your best. I, I love a lot of what you do, but something about this track, and you know, in the various ways it changes as well. It gives me the the whole scope of uh, Miriam. Well, thank you. I appreciate that assessment, and um, I do believe that is 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 a is a, a, a very good depiction of it. That's my sound. <laughs> I'm gonna have to repeat that everywhere I go. Michael said that's my sound, and I'm taking that bank. 
But we were in the studio in New Jersey. Um, I was working with a producer named Moet. He is awesome. He's worked with in the hip-hop field for quite some time. That's his genre of music. And um, we collaborated on that. And he had such a great energy. His, um, his studio was just ripe for writing. And I literally just went in there, and I was like, honey, rock in and sway in and sway. And I said, I want something jazzy, something funky. And, you know, I'm just, it just went where it went from there. And so really? we will be performing that next week as well. Yeah, super oh excited. Now, that is awesome. So it just came right there at the studio. You didn't bring it to the studio with you. You actually created it there? Created it there. Wow. Sometimes <laughs> you can do that. There, there are... You know, I'm just grateful. When God sends something for me, mm-hmm. my experience with it is it, it normally is in a setting, and it, it's a story that I'm telling that I flows out then. So I'm grateful for that. And then we just yeah. add to it once we, you know, get there and, you know, some strings, some drums, some raps or whatever. It just kept going. And, and you know, I was just sitting here listening to it. I'm like, she can sing anything, anything. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. just give it to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been so, an agency band singer for quite some time. That's that's where I sing on the weekends for weddings and um, all kinds of things. So I've sung everything from rock to gospel to country to opera. I sing some Sarah Brightman. If a bride wow, wants Sarah wow. Brightman, well, guess what? I'm coming in there to do it, and I'm 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 more in love with the Lord every single moment of every day, but especially when he allows me to sing because that's where I get to experience him in a way I don't have to do anything. All I have to do is yield. Mm. And he mm. takes over, and I, I stand there as a vessel, and I'm like, oh, wow, what's going on? <laughs> Lord, oh, you man, man. You know, it's crazy because you say opera. You know, from my understanding, that's a totally different way to breathe and sing. It definitely is, but when you get, I mean, I, it's, it's amazing how you, if you know how to breathe um, through a Tina Turner song, mm. you know, I took that same understanding and I applied it to this opera song. And wow. the people received it in a way where they stood to their feet. So I'm going to take that as they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would call that Standing ovation, yeah, I think they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get fired. <laughs> wow. So it's, That's it's awesome. a blessing to be able to delve into the different genres. And I love music. Any oh, kind no of doubt. music. I, I hear you. I can't sing, but I love music too. <laughs> oh. Well, you know what? You're such a great talking book voice. I'm surprised you don't sing. Oh, yeah. So am I. You know, every time <laughs> I try, it's like, what? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in the shower when you shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's but funny. But we're grateful yeah. for your voice, too, because your voice allows us to share ours. So thank you so much for giving us this platform to share our voice. Um, we appreciate your voice. Oh, thank you. And uh, you're most welcome. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. And um, just give us a quick intro into rocking and swaying. I mean, I, I get excited and amped up every time I hear this track. It's, <laughs> it's, I love it's, that. The progression of it changes so much, and it begins, you know, it just starts off with a, a funky beat, and then it keeps getting more and more intense. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Michael, can I do a better intro than you? Absolutely not. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard what you have said. Get ready for rocking and playing and playing and rocking and rocking. <laughs> All right, here it is. Miriam, we're rocking and swaying on Turn It Up. <laughs> Turn It Up.
You know, I, I love the way your high notes just ring out like they could go on forever. You, mm-hmm. you don't hear any effort in there. It's just like that sound is just out there. <laughs> it's done when it's done. <laughs> oh, my oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is something else. And, um, you know, you, you've been singing for quite some time. And how, how does one actually transition when they, when they realize that they've got this talent? How do you transition into making this, you know, your your full-time gig and totally committing yourself to doing what you love? Um, you know what? I I I've been I you just do it. You just you just you just do it. Um, I had the pleasure of being a full-time vocalist um for several years and there wasn't a, um, honestly, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit down in my room and say, you know what, in two years I'm going to stop all this and go sing. I have been singing all of my life, and from college when I sang for talent shows and then the opening act piece that I was, well, I was able to do, I did some theater um, I went and I sang on the Spirit of Washington for a couple of years, um, where I had the <laughs> pleasure of working with Taraji P. Henson. So, you know, all mm-hmm. of that was part of of the journey of music. From there, agency band singing. So it's like you kind of build. It's almost like walking up steps. You you build upon each experience, and your journey gets richer. And mm-hmm. um, I got to a point where it was more than just being able to sing for one person or one room at a time, I realized that I had to record it so that it could, I could, I, people could hear my voice when I wasn't there. That's why God gave me the gift. The gift is not for me to keep. The gift is to be shared. So um, I think you just keep building as you go along. Um, and somewhere in there, you know, I found a voice that was my own and I yeah. realized, my purpose is greater than just me singing. So my tagline for, for me as an artist is Miriam more than just a woman with a voice. Yes. And I, I, I started that tagline years ago, but now that I've grown, it's even more than that. It's, it's a woman with a voice and she uses it. Um, so I use that through my singing engagements and I do that through my foundation. Um, I use the voice God gave me to, to impact others in a better way. So I'm grateful for the voice and the gift. Yeah. And, you know, that's something too, I would like to, you know, sort of look at a little closer as well, because we, we always want to offer something for independent artists mm-hmm. out there, something that they may be able to just help them to really change the path that they're on and, and get more focused mm-hmm. on what they're doing. And one of the biggest things is it's because most people start off imitating their favorite artists is Mm-hmm. honing in on who you are and finding your own voice, like you said. How, how mm-hmm. do you go about doing that? What do you, how do you understand what's yours and what you're imitating? Um, again, I think my experience is um, I, you get a lot when you're, when you're, when you're gigging, when you're mm-hmm. out and you're in a room and you have um, the privilege to sing so many different genres. And I really found my voice in the middle of, 
you know, going to church every Sunday, going to a gig Saturday night, and again, singing everything from rock to um, mm. all of that stuff. I found myself in there. It was like a big universal explosion. And in mm. that, I really did find my voice. So I, when I sing, I push the limits. I allow myself to be free in that space. For me, music is freedom. Um, and I take everything out on the microphone that's in front of me. If there is no mic in front of me, I'll stand there and still sing like a crazy woman. Just, <laughs> you know, to see, God, what are you going to do today? Yeah, my day was rough, but what sound are you going to allow to come from me today? Wow, that's growth. Wow, that's my voice. Wow, that's my signature. Lord, I'm sick today. Do we stop singing because I'm hoarse? Okay, you're going to find a new way for me to breathe so I still can be used by you. God, I look forward to you using me. In all of that conversation with the Lord, I found my voice. Mm. And I'm still finding my voice. Every day is a new discovery in the journey of finding my voice. I don't think you, for me, I don't think I'll ever just arrive. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> No, I think my voice is ever, ever, ever evolving, and I'm constantly discovering new things. And I am, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, you just got me started talking about something else. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so I don't That's know awesome. all those independent artists out there. I hope that helps. Um, mm-hmm. And also being in the company of other artists. You know, yeah. go sit in someone's studio that you find. Um, has a great energy about it and work together and, you know, bounce things off of each other. I did that with several of my friends, and there's no more special place of voice finding than in the company of other artists who are sharing that same journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's very important. Yeah. And believe it or not, that's the reason why I actually started the show, because I had a lot of independent artists who had only been sharing their music with friends and family, but not with mm. other artists. And you can't right. really get that far that way. You can always find someone who's going to like what you produce, but it's not going to make you better. Right. You know, you right. really need to get in there and find out, you know, what equipment people are using, software, techniques, uh, you know, studios, all of that. Those are things that need to be shared, and you need that for growth and progression in what you're trying to do. Absolutely. You know, um, vocalists out there, please remember the sound crew is your friend. (laughs) Absolutely. Not your critics, they're your friend. (laughs) It's critical. They can make or break you. So I love the first thing I do on a gig is go straight to the sound. Say, hey, how you doing? Can I get you something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> how about some, some fish and grits? What you need? <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. You know, and I want everyone to hear um, this track, um, you know, really blew me away. We couldn't play it on the last show right away, but I worked it into the um, – <laughs> the podcast version, but this is you doing um, Loving You. And just tell us a little bit about why you even attempted that song. A lot of artists would stay away from this because it's a very difficult song to sing. It's what I grew up hearing. My mom sang it. And I was a little girl, and I just remember this 
the, the beauty of this song is it's it's the it's simplicity. Mm-hmm. I was a child and walked away singing it, and I've been singing it since. Wow. <laughs> not a big word. It's not a word. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a of a, and it sails into a so simple. Mm-hmm. I, 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 as a little girl, I haven't been able to let it go. Yeah. So. And I remember as a, um, as a child, whenever that song came on on the radio, we all mm-hmm. had to be quiet. It right. was just... Yeah, you you just couldn't be talking, doing anything. You'd be in mm-hmm. conversation, and then it ended right there. And yeah. um, and, and it was just amazing to hear it each time. And again, in its simplicity, I understood. I guess what you know, people can have a voice to sing and be able to hit yeah. all the notes. But singing is about the way you phrase the music as well. And I learned That's all fun. of this by hearing someone sing a song like this. And it'd be so captivating. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 1975. I remember, again, as a child, you know, mm-hmm. between Minnie Riperton and Natalie Cole, my mom wore yeah. those albums out and she sang them and she sang them to me. So I hear her voice, I hear Miss Minnie's voice, and I, I hope that I do it justice. Wow. Well, here it is. Miriam with Loving You. Okay.
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, it, it's enough to get to the note, but just play around up there as well. That's too much. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, that's really something. And um an amazing rendition of that. And um you have had the opportunity to to do some acting um, and work with a lot of different people and your career has really run the gamut. Um, how, how did you find your way into the, uh, the movie Cadillac records? Um, I actually have a really good friend um, whose sister is a casting director and she was looking for some extras and called me up. I got on a train and I, did what I had to do and had the pleasure of being on set as Beyonce came in to um, to begin her scene as Etta James. And mm-hmm. she was so gracious in coming in. And it was just a really wonderful experience to be on set. We were in New Jersey. And um, it was absolutely awesome. So I was blessed with that. Wow. And um, are there any other um, television or film things in the works or is that just a, a one-off thing that just you were just blessed with i was blessed with that then of course we're looking forward to more um we'll see what happens god can do anything and he can do it quickly <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah we're definitely looking for more opportunities so great great and um so tell us a little bit about this last track we want to play it's um wannabe Oh, Lenny. Lenny Harris. <laughs> I actually met Lenny when I was uh, working as Peaches as well. Peaches got me some good friends. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the peach fuzz that I got to grow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Lenny Harris, excellent saxophonist, just a wonderful gentleman, just a great guy. Uh, had a group, has a group called Crush, and he invited me to um, sing on his on that, that musical effort. And a wonderful producer um, who is now resting in peace, Paul Miner, stretched mm. uh, me tremendously. Left, had me crying in the studio. Why, why, why? I wanted to sing. <laughs> he was like, sing the track, anime, sing the track. <laughs> <laughs> so I sang uh, Wannabe, but it was it was definitely because uh, Lenny Harris invited me to be a part of this great project with some great musicians. So wow. I hope you enjoy it. All right, awesome. Miriam with Wannabe on Turn It Up.
to play these four tracks because they are all such different types of music and the way you use your voice in so many different ways it's just amazing it really shows that that diversity that I just think it's just amazing that you can do this so effortlessly well thank you thank you again I'm grateful for the gift yeah yeah and um so tell everyone again about the event that's coming up, um, other contact information that they can find out, even if they can't make it, maybe they can at least go to your website and, you know, make a contribution or, you know, where do they need to go? 
www.epwfoundation.org. You can learn about us. You can definitely get tickets there. And you're welcome to make a donation. If you're not able to come out and you'd like to buy a ticket for a breast cancer survivor, we will definitely give a ticket to Mm -hmm. a survivor. Good idea. Mm -hmm. um, We'd love to, to have your support. And we work all year round. So, yeah, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but we know that no month contains it. So we're working 365 days a year. Um, you also can get the tickets from Bethesda Blues and Jazz. And um, if you need our services, please reach out via our website or one eight six six nine two three zero nine nine one. And you know, um, Bethesda Blues and Jazz for a number of you who have not made it out yet is just a beautiful, beautiful venue. And the seats are really, um, every seat in the house is a great seat. Um, And it's just the right size. Um, And even if you're all the way in the back, you you still have a great view. And um, the sound system is amazing as well. Great size stage. It's just a really good venue. I've only been there a couple of times, but I was so impressed with it. You know, and I wish there were more venues in, in D.C. like that. But um, to be uptown, away from all the hustle and bustle, but still in D.C. and still, you know, at, at a very classy, um, beautiful venue, um, it's it's worth it. If you have not been out, you need to get out to check this place yeah. out. And you I need to hear you. Miriam do her thing because um, <laughs> um, are, are you doing other um, – events throughout the year and are there any new um eps out or cds you're releasing um you know we're releasing a song we're debuting a song uh that i just wrote called cancer free so Mm. that album will be coming out in 2017 but Mm -hmm. we're really excited about this song because again just just a little word la uh can take you a long way so within this song you know it's very light it's very fun it's it's you know, I dream of a world that's cancer-free. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're excited about it. So um, be on the lookout for that. And, again, if you want to hear it debuted, uh, come on out on Wednesday. Awesome. So you're going to debut that track at the concert? Yeah. Unless you awesome, to, awesome. To sing a little bit right now. Oh, well, you know, uh, go right ahead. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, we got plenty of time, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I dream of a world where we all are free. I dream of a world for just you and me. No pain, just love and prosperity. I dream of a world that's cancer-free. La, 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 la. That's awesome. Um, I'm amazed it came through the phone like that. What kind of phone do you have? iPhone negative seven. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still rocking my 
my iPhone 5 strong. Thank you, oh, Apple. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, well, very good. Well, uh, I'm just thanking you for coming by uh, before the show and, and giving us an opportunity to hear a little bit. And I hope people will come out and support Miriam and her endeavor to help fight breast cancer and also to help, you know, make people aware because some of the intricate, you know, the small things that are involved with someone who's going through that in their family, you know, aren't always addressed by some of the larger, larger organizations just because you really have to, you know, go through it to really understand what it takes to make someone, um, you know, feel comfortable through their day or to take a load off. Um, I, I've been a caregiver myself, and, and, and one of the things that you always hear so much is people just making the wrong statements and asking the wrong questions until you just get right. tired of it. So yeah. um, it's sure. great to be able to help people to understand how to better approach someone and to understand fully you know, what it is that people would need in a situation like that. And it all has to do with you not thinking of anything brand new. But just being kind and understanding that, you know, being willing to help and understanding that whatever's asked, that maybe that's just what someone needs. Exactly right. You hit the nail on the head. I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, thank you, Miriam. And again, um, I'm going to try my best to make it out because I'm so disappointed I was in the same room with you and (laughs) <laughs> did not get an opportunity to meet you, so we have to rectify that. So um, yes, we have to do better. We have to do better. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if I mentioned this. Um, I just had an artist on who was a member of the AME Church as well, and my parents were members of the AME Church, and my dad was a pastor of an AME Church, um, as well. So you know that's, that's right. very interesting. Um that we would have that connection as well. Well, the time is running out and thank you again. And um, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman and the man with the plan, <laughs> Lenny Harris. Yes. I'm Michael Fordham and you've been listening to Turned Up on blogtalkradio.com. But before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you.